0: and reacting to the biggest headline of the day. It is the PGA Tour merging with the Live Tour, merging with Saudi and the Public Investment Fund, the Wealth Fund of Saudi. A lot to discuss. We're glad you're with us across the Outkick Network, which includes YouTube. You can search us out there. Hope you subscribe, give us a thumbs up, join us in the chat. A lot to discuss over the next hour, final hour here on the Tuesday edition as we broadcast live from 6th and Peabody with Yeehaw Beer and Old Smoky Moonshine. They've uh, packed up the, the Cornhole Tournament, the Celebrity Cornhole Tournament for the uh, CMA Fest here, and uh, they will many artists will be taking the stage, including Craig Campbell and others, uh, about an hour from now here in downtown. Hunt
2: and they didn't just pack up the Cornhole Boards. They auctioned them off. Oh, did they? They were autographed by the celebrities nice. participating, and they packaged them up, handed them to someone to put in their truck, And they went home with it, and they sold that for money for colon cancer research. So all to a great cause. Thrilled to be here at this event today. A lot of fun. Um, We've had a good time.
0: Yes. uh, Not having a good time today is is Jay Monahan, who is wrapping up the PGA Players Meeting. Many of the players, I would bet, vast majority if not all, found out the same way Tiger Woods did, which was this morning, uh, through a memo or through Twitter where we talked with some uh, PGA Tour professionals. They're playing the Canadian Open. They're on a practice round, and they're finding out on social media, not from the PGA Tour, that the tour has merged with the Live Tour. A year ago this month, all of the discussion was about how Phil Mickelson and others were turning their back on the American Tour, the PGA Tour. That was just, that was about, moral value and, and quality and honesty, integrity, loyalty. And a year later, Jay Monahan announces in a joint presser availability with CNBC that he's merged, PJ Tour is merged with the Live Tour. We're going to get into all the details here, but let's rewind a year. Here's Jay Monahan basically using 9 shaming players who were considering taking the money and joining Live in 2022.
1: I talked to players, I've talked at a player meeting and I've, and I've talked to a number of players uh, individually uh, for a long period of time. I think you'd have to be living under a rock to not know that there are significant implications. As it relates to the families of 9-11, I have two families that are close to me that lost loved ones. And so my heart goes out to them and I would ask, you know, any player that has left or any player that would ever consider leaving, have you ever had to apologize for being a member of the PGA Tour?
0: Chad, yeah, that's the quote you brought up earlier. And there it is uh, from Jay Monahan a year ago. Uh, now he's saying they're merging to grow the game of golf, uh, to unify the game of golf. Uh, they're no longer, uh, you know, moral and bitter enemies. This is now a partnership and a friendship.
2: It's a financial decision because they didn't want to pay in an antitrust lawsuit. They didn't want to lose all of their control. So they're willing to give up a lot of control to, let's face it, to what Jay Monahan just said, the devil, evil. That's what he compared Saudi Arabia to and what live Tour represents, good versus evil, PGA good, live tour evil. If you took evil's money, You are evil, and you will answer questions for the rest of your life about being evil. My question to Jay Monaghan is, how do you sleep at night, sir, after agreeing as the CEO and the commissioner of the PGA Tour that, hey, I'm fine taking this blood money. I'm fine taking these conspirators of 9-11's money. Which, by the way, Saudi nationals versus Saudi government pulling off that awful, awful thing, two different things. We can get into the history lesson of that at some point. Um, But what he was comparing Saudi Arabia to and live tour to, make no mistakes about it in that audio, these people orchestrated 9-11. That is what that represents. And as someone who has family members, friends that were victims of that, how are you going to sleep at night? How are you going to answer questions and apologize for that if you leave the PGA Tour? Jay Monaghan is a man that will worship the altar in front of him. He will fly the flag that is paying him in that moment. He's not unlike most of corporate America. He's not unlike most men in this world. Doesn't make him worse, doesn't make him better. But my problem with people like Jay Monahan or anyone else is when you pretend to be better than everyone else, and you lecture those that decided to make a financial decision, For their families and take the bag and you're telling them they're evil and they're going to have to answer questions for that and you'll never answer a question about PGA Tour, Mm
1: -hmm.
2: well I'll ask this to you, Jay Monaghan, all those guys who stayed, Rory McIlroy, Jordan Spieth, are they going to have to answer questions now? Because they are full-fledged partners with the evil empire you described in that audio. What questions are they going to answer? Will they sleep a solid eight to nine hours every night? Or are they going to have issues with that? Stop with the hypocrisy. End it now. Understand that you have failed miserably. You are falling on the sword when you even say, I understand there's going to be criticism in the short term. But let's look 10 years out. It's the short term that matters. Why? Because in the short term, you made a summary judgment on LiveTour and you said a lot of things to try to help your side and you lost, own it, resign, which will happen sooner rather than later, and walk away a loser, probably a very rich loser. Most of us would love to be the rich loser that Jay Monahan will be, but you're the loser in this. I'll tell you who the winners are. Dustin Johnson, Phil Mickelson. My God, Greg Norman right now is probably popping very expensive champagne, as someone said in our YouTube chat. These guys won,
0: they got the money, And they're going to get back in the PGA Tour. And they get to continue to compete at majors. But as you mentioned earlier, let's recap it. The players on the PGA Tour also won today. They're going to get more. They're going to get paid. All of them. They're going to get more. Now, I will say when
2: he says, you'll see that you're going to be the winners this also, I refute that simply because the top guys on tour that got offered that didn't go, they could have taken the bag and eventually work their way back in with this merger now, just like the other guys, and double, triple, quadrupled up in terms of money. Now, they'll make more money moving forward than they would have if this merger didn't happen, but they're not the ultimate winners.
0: Yasir Al-Rumayan, he is the the chair. He's running all things Live, and he's got a chair next to uh, Jay Monahan earlier today on CNBC. Here is uh, Live Tour's. Chairman, who is now running things.
1: We are investing in the game that everybody loves. The control is not there. It's the governance that we would like uh, to have. It's going to be, you know, a vote system in a board, and the majority and the board will be with the PGA. It's right. not going to be uh, with uh, with us.
0: Majority vote to the PGA, but he mentions like, "Hey, we're in it, and we're going to have some say in this," and that is a huge. Take a knee and bow, bow to the king on behalf of the PGA. Uh, Here's Jay Monahan and describing uh, earlier today the sentiment of what expectations should be for fans as they learned about this like the players did.
1: A lot of people have been reading about the tension and I said previously that we were going down our path, they were going down theirs and today that tension goes away. The litigation is dropped. We're announcing to the world that on behalf of this game, we're coming together. It's less about how people respond today, and it's all about how people respond in 10 years.
0: Well, the players are responding, and I, I, I hope they're more vocal moving forward like this. Because, I mean, they were they were fooled here. They were told to follow what the PGA was pushing. By the way, the networks did too. The networks didn't get involved with Live Tour either for the most part. It took YouTube, and now it's, what, CW? Yeah. Now all of a sudden there will be a clamoring to do something here too. They were doing the bidding of what Jay Monahan was saying behind the scenes last year, and it still comes out to this. You have players like Hunter Mahan who is tweeting out things like this. I wouldn't be surprised if players are looking into options of removing Jay or, at the very least, unionizing. That's from a former uh, PGA pro. You also have Wesley Bryan, who's on tour, responding, asking who's going to be reporting from inside the room. He says, I will. We're still going strong here. Vibe is hot, in all caps. A ton of exclamation points. Um, That was from about 10 minutes ago. And after this, Monaghan goes and faces the media. They'll be asking the tough questions, too. You know who else is a massive winner here, Chad? It is uh, the gentleman who we had on that's writing the book. He's the guy who quoted Mickelson. Alan Shipnook? Shipnook. He's been on tour PGA and with Liv. He's writing a book on what that's been like over the last year. Now he's writing a merger. Not only did he follow Mickelson the same year that he took the money from the Saudis in the Liv tour, He's also been ingrained – like, Mickelson stopped talking to him, right? Because yeah. he thought it was off the record. He's been ingrained behind the scenes with the Live Tour for the last year or so, and he's going to have this from behind the scenes, I would expect, based on the access that he's been given for this book that he's currently paid to write. So I, Timing's I, everything. Yeah,
2: I think the big part of this story is Jay Monahan looks foolish. PGA looks pretty foolish. I feel for Brandel Chambly, who may you know, be resigning now. Based on his criticism of Live Tour the whole time? Well, you know who
0: else looks foolish? Tiger Woods, Rory McIlroy, anyone else, Spieth, anyone else that backed this um, and, and said, that, and, and by the way, Tiger, who built the tour that we see today, he was not told prior to anything that anyone else found no, out this morning. He wasn't in on morning. talks. You've got Rory McIlroy, who is, uh, sits on the, the tour policy board, he has been the face of the sport on behalf of the PGA Tour, and he's also looks he looks like an idiot today, thanks to Jay Monahan and the PGA Tour. I, I can't imagine what their reaction was to this when they found out. The same way that you know anyone trying to qualify for the U.S. Open found out. Yeah, it's
2: a cautionary tale, and you know be careful about just repeating what your bosses tell you to say. No doubt. Because Rory McIlroy and Tiger Woods, I think that's well what they said. were doing. They were, they were repeating the company line. Yeah. And when you do that, when your company line is wrong. or And the company knows it. Or you're run by hypocrites like the PGA that's going to take the money or do what's best for them in the end. And you're this mercenary that's hired by them because you've got celebrity and you've got a voice to just repeat their talking points and you do that and then it turns the other way and they end up taking the money with the group that they were calling evil and you were as well, then you're going to look bad in that regard too. And I don't, you know, dislike Rory McIlroy, Tiger Woods, or any of those guys for doing that, but it's a cautionary tale about, you know, think for yourself and don't necessarily just repeat what your bosses say. Um, Dylan on the YouTube chat says, this is basically America losing a war to Saudi Arabia. I would not go that far, but I would like to get into a bigger discussion, Hutton, about, and I, I jotted this down, in. is this the end or the beginning? I don't look at this as a war between America and Saudi Arabia for the soul of sports or anything like that. But I would pose the question, is this the conclusion of this story of Liv versus PGA, just like AFL versus NFL led to the NFL and AFL merging, and now we have the NFL of today, just like NBA versus ABA, and now we have the Denver Nuggets from the ABA playing for an NBA championship in that merger. Is this that logical conclusion of not an American-led company, but PGA versus Saudi-led live, that we were always going to lead into this and this was going to happen and they were going to merge? Or is this the start of something bigger? Is this the start of what Dylan says in our YouTube chat of some sort of war being waged by Saudi Arabia on American sports. Does it start with PGA? Well, Does it end with PGA? That I, would be the big question for me coming out of this. I think that's the
0: line of thinking that uh, leagues on this side want us to be talking about, which isn't the truth. Jay Monahan is no different than many running leagues across this country and the world. When you're faced with it and you want to stay afloat instead of taking the bullet to the temple, you're going to take the bag. That's just the honest truth with it. Um, but that's why Jay, I asked it. Jay Monahan that, wanted us to believe there was a war going on. Yeah, but that's why I ask it because that's the threat. But that what, Saudi Arabian money but, but, is just so big what that. threat? Like Saudi Arabian, Arabian money was already backing PGA Tour advertising. They were already in bed with many of the advertisers that were corporate sponsors of the tour that they were bashing a year ago. So I, I, I think it's always been there. It's just kind of creeping up to the surface. They've always – I mean, they, they own Formula One. They're big into soccer. They're big into cricket. They've got money in many different leagues, including the PGA Tour. I mean, look at the LPGA and how they're funded. I mean, this isn't the first time yeah, that, that PGA has made an announcement taking money from Saudi. The
2: threat would be, okay, we did this with PGA. Now let's go do it with um, tennis. Now let's go to the NBA and say well, let's take the top 30 players in basketball, double their pay, let them come play in a four-team league for us that's not NBA, and then force another merger because now we've got all their superstars, and now we've got 48% of the NBA also. And not, well, not, not a majority share,
0: but then force them to merge also. But look, I'm not going to be a, a hypocrite here either. Like uh, The league's already taking money. They already bow to China. So what difference is it that they're taking away from Saudi? I don't care. But, but I'm not, I'm saying it's, I'm not it's talking a, about the morality I'm of it. I'm not saying it. it's the beginning or the end. I'm, I'm just saying just, it's been going yeah, on for a long time.
2: Again, it, that's why I posed the question. I don't have the answer.
0: I'm not worried well, about I'm reacting to the question about a war being started. I'm not paying into the the, you know, the, the storyline. Yeah, you're you're PGA, reacting to Dylan in our YouTube chat. PGA Tour question. who wanted us to believe that this was some type of war, and all they did was crap over the players uh, last year and over the past 12 months that have been saying that, spitting the same garbage that Jay Monahan did when they're, they're taking money from Nike and others that are doing the same thing just in a different country. So I, I just don't buy the hypocritical BS that either side wants to push on this. Live, PGA, it's all a big lie in order to profit off of any argument or debate or any reality show that's going on involving what Netflix is filming or what Phil uh, Shipnick is, is saying uh, in his new Alan book. Alan Shipnick. It's Alan Shipnick, thank you. It, it's it's all just cyclical, and it's all to prop up certain spots and use it as a banner to say we're better than you. We're doing it. We're not as bad as them. It's not even we're better than them. We're not as bad as them. That is, It's just stupid.
2: and, it, and, and Selfishly, and, I just and don't And the fact want
0: that they, they held a presser this morning, and, you know, acted like what did he expect the reaction to be, speaking of Jay Monaghan, as if he's like, you know, somehow all of a sudden they, they're they're looking for a handout because, you know, I mean, technically they are a nonprofit, which is ridiculous in and of itself and how they they file that um, looking for a handout like there's a Salvation Army. That's that's what Saudi came in and acted like it was Christmas Day for the Salvation Army today for the PGA Tour. I don't know how else to read I,
2: I understand that progress is going to happen in sports. I think selfishly I ask the question, not because I'm, you know, conflicted morally or anything. It's more of, as a sports fan, I don't want my sports to change too dramatically. And I don't think PGA, from the fans' perspective solely, I think today was a great day
0: for I don't golf. think it changes that much from, no, uh, from that, the way we view golf. And
2: that's what I'm getting at, from the fans' perspective solely. This is a good thing because now there's more money backing the sport. You're going to get all of your superstars back together. There's no division. They're yeah. all going to be there. We're going to get to see Brooks Kepka and Phil Mickelson and Bryson DeChambeau and Dustin Johnson pretty soon in as many tournaments as they want to play in, in PGA and having a live schedule after this 2023 cycle. I don't know what to make about the team element being forced into it and how much I'm really into that, that they have in live, but... Selfishly, I just want my sports not to change too much. So does Saudi Arabia want to change American sports? I don't know. Do they just want a seat at the table? Do they want 45% interest? Or do they want 100% interest? Is this the beginning or the end? I think it may be the end of this story, and there could be something bigger cooking, but I don't know what that thing well, is. Well, I
0: think, I think they can play a major factor in the sports that are individual, individually-based. Not team-based. Tennis an example. Yeah. Um, You know, UFC comes to mind. But, again, they're already partners. They're already in bed. Uh, WWE, same thing, already in bed and have been. They've been banging for a while. So, I mean, as far as, like, is this going on or not, it's been going on. But Jay Monahan wants to act like it wasn't a year ago. And they were coming for your tour. They're coming for your sport. When, I mean, they're already advertising and backing many of the American brands that are advertising on the PGA Tour during the tournaments – that he's speaking from a podium at. And it's all to rile up this sentiment of, you know, patriot, we're doing this for, for, you, for the flag. Had nothing to do from that, from that angle, from Jay Monahan's seat. And that's what is so, like, just, it, it's so uh, just, I want to say so much more, it's awful. Because he used the players, the top players in the world, to his own benefit, spinning this garbage, trying to keep his own tour afloat, knowing that Live Tour was coming and they weren't going anywhere else. And they didn't even, they didn't even have a TV deal. And they took down the PGA in a, in a, in a year, in a calendar year. Well, they got they the PGA took to down. merge. I wouldn't say they took that That is down. a mat. I, mean, I don't know how
2: much to view it. Well, I mean, I mean they, didn't, they, didn't own, they don't own it. I mean, PGA is still the oh, majority
0: shareholder. Oh, today?
2: It's a massive victory, but I, I think saying they took them down is they, different. It's not like the PGA is uh, eliminated and Live Tour is the only I, one left standing now. I'm saying they won in that they got them to merge with them and acknowledge them as a force, but they still have a minority stake.
0: They didn't take them down. Minority stake or not, this was, again, this was a tour that was keeping players who join Live off of the PGA Tour events. And now we sit here and come one, come all. Uh, Welcome D-
2: home. Dylan says, wait until that Saudi money comes into NIL. Welcome home.
0: It's already there. I'm sure it is in some way. It's already there. I mean, it, it, think about all the businesses that these big boosters work for or own and where, where their investors are coming from. It's already there. Don't be stupid. Don't be that dumb and naive to think it's not. Because the next headline will be clickbait for you if you don't believe that now. I just, I'm not surprised to learn that, you know, Saudi's got all this money and they're trying to buy sports. I just
2: don't know what that means, though. Like, I don't care who backs the sports leagues I like. I don't think it changes, If what I like about American sports doesn't change that much.
0: Well, they had to change it. You see what I'm saying? They had to change the golf aspect with the three, you know, you have the three rounds, no cut. You had to lure guys in to begin with.
2: Well, they lured them in with money, not not the format. But
0: beyond that, the format, Phil Mickelson's also right when he points that out. I mean, the format does factor in. To, I mean, you're only playing how many events? Eight, ten? Yeah, no, they're paying them a lot more to do a lot less. That, and but that, I, don't that's think, the I don't think
2: the argument from them is that this is superior no, format no, 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 for no. golf. No, it's not superior. This is how we got them in.
0: Yeah, they, they, but this is all they needed.
2: But that's, again, not just a seat listen, at the table. Listen for a second to what I'm saying. I don't care. I understand Saudi money is everywhere. Well, I don't care if they're back. Hold on. I don't care if they're backing leagues or investing as long as it doesn't change the fundamentals of what I love about American sports. I don't care about the money, you know, the Wizard of Oz behind the curtain that's funding things as much as I care about the product. And I don't know that they're coming in to carpet bomb American sports and turn it into something more Saudi.
0: I think they're coming in to get a seat at the table. Well, I'll say this. This is why they won. There were three leagues that merged today. How many leagues spoke? Tours. Two. Two. I don't even know what the other league is. Totally. But that? What that, that's, is a that part, other league? that's a part of Jay Monahan's statement. Yeah. That's all I need to know about who's running things. Because they, one league, one tour has the voice. And meanwhile, no, the, Jay Monahan is running. Colin, a t-
2: Colin just said DP World Tour. I still don't know what that is. Jay Monahan's <laughs> I, running I, a tour. I can
0: read it. I don't, I've never watched it. Jay Monahan is running a tour where his own players don't have a voice before the news is, is breaking. Optically, I don't know how else to take it other than this is a teabag from LiveTour. It's not In a takeover. June over. of 2023. It's not a takeover. It is a huge victory. Uh, again, and, and, I, that's what I told and, you. And now, I mean, what it is is to capture the flag. That's exactly what happened today. They accomplished their mission,
2: which was to be acknowledged as a force and to get a seat at the table. And the now, PGA had to bow down and do that, but the PGA still controls it. And it doesn't surprise me that the two sides we, we heard from are one, PGA, who still got the majority stake, and two, Liv, who's now in the game.
0: Well, but also keep in mind, too, like <laughs> the, the aspect of how does it change the sport? What if the top names that truly believe in what they said refuse to play? Say, we're done. We're not playing based on what happened here and what we've said over the last 12 months, what we have stood for. Jay Monahan can can backtrack. We're not doing that. That's the only way it changes what we see on tour.
2: Yeah, and what that would change is, once again, Saudi Arabia has no problem spending money and losing it. They'd be investing a ton of money based on this agreement into a diminishing product because now suddenly some of the top stars in PGA won't participate. They're going to take their ball and go home now that they're a part of it. So it's actually a worse investment for Liv at that point.
0: That's how, that's how it changes. Well, regardless, here's what happened. Jay Monahan either kept his job because if he's fired or if he resigns, he's immediately rehired by Liv. Yeah. Or he, he signed uh, the, the paperwork that says, hey, here's my resignation, and he did that by acknowledging that no one really knew about this until they announced it today. I think he's going to get a big check. He's going to go off and retire.
2: And he's going to hope that 10-year clock that just started he's talking about, that we're all going to see in 10 years how great this was. He's going to count down the days in that 10-year clock, and he's going to come back and do interviews 10 years from now and say, see, I told you this was great for the game of golf. I am your conquering hero. Accept me. One and all, come to me. Feed me grapes. I am your champion. (laughs) That's what will happen in a decade.
0: Oh, and on your way up the steps for the Prince, all hell the king above me.
2: Now, make this way, please, king. and come see the sultan who's upstairs. <laughs> Your majesty. The
0: crown prince awaits you. And it's Phil Mickelson.
2: And it's not me. <laughs> so, uh, please meet his concubine, Phil, <laughs> who's actually lost 20 more pounds in the next 10 years.
0: Uh, the right of prima doesn't reside in the PGA oh, Tour a, right now.
2: It's a constant right.
0: Coming up, we discuss John Morant and much more. We'll circle back uh, to reaction from the players' meeting with Jay Monaghan, and we'll... See if we see some news come out from the press or with the media involving today's person. So straight ahead, I'm
1: What's up, everyone? It's Nick Wright, and I got something exciting to talk to you about today, Angie.
0: 6th and Peabody, our location with EHA Beer and Old Smoky Moonshine. Hunting Withrow with you. Hot mic across the Outkick Network. If you're watching on YouTube, we hope you'll join us in the chat. And uh, you can certainly give us a thumbs up if you're enjoying the show. And if you haven't already, many of you have, subscribe to the channel. You can catch all the great shows across the network right here uh, and on YouTube, outkick.com, and this great radio partner that you're listening to. Stephen A. Smith um, is questioning – whether or not the NBA community is thinking long-term or even short-term involving John Moran. Chad, this is something I, I posed from day one with this. Suspensions, fine. What are they doing to really – and you can't make a horse – you can't bring a horse to water, right? But beyond a suspension, what is going on behind the scenes to in any effort necessary – try to get through to him if what not just what he's throwing away but what could happen. And Stephen A is saying I'm not questioning if he's going to be in the league in 5 years. I'm wondering if he's going to be alive in 5 years. And that's that's what we're seeing. That's the path that he's on. Not because he's just brandishing a weapon. It's the idea that if he's out somewhere he's already putting it out that I've, I'm packing. So the expectation is he's going to have a gun on him. And we know what comes with that, based on how he wants to be portrayed, how he's portraying himself over and over and over again. Perception's reality in many cases. And he's going to walk into the wrong situation. And he's not going to walk out. And I think that's the brutal honesty that Stephen A is mentioning that I agree with. It needs to be more than just some suspension that we react to over 24 hours. If, in fact, you're actually on board with the idea of him improving what he's doing instead of just being the court gesture of your entertainment on social media, which is many in many cases what this is in terms of sharing a video and trying to get likes and retweets and follows and clicks. Because ultimately, that's people are profiting off of this guy and the debate of whether or not he's going to be suspended and whether or not certain players who don't want us to believe that Any suspension should happen. If they're right or they're wrong, it's more of a debate about that than it is whether or not this guy's going to get help.
2: Yeah, the one part of that Stephen A. Smith quote that jumped out to me was he feels compelled, and people around him say this, he feels compelled to have a gun on him at all times for some reason.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: One can try to connect the dots on that, that maybe he's into something illegal. Maybe he's got people after him. Maybe he feels threatened in some way or he's operating in some world where he has to have a gun on him. Stephen A. Smith didn't say all that, but you can infer whatever you want from that. He feels compelled to have a gun on him at all times. That's not great for John Morant. Um, I I simply ask the question, what is the league's responsibility to help someone that's not willing to help themselves? I don't know what John Morant's level of personal accountability is. I, I don't. I don't know if he wants to change, if he wants to stay clean with all of this if he wants to get better or if he is enamored with the, you know, his lifestyle that he's in right now and doesn't want to change. And if people around him are either unwilling to get through to him or can't and his parents can't and he doesn't care. Yeah. I think it's an interesting debate on what is the personal responsibility of an employer to then come in and say, we have to make sure we fix you if that person doesn't want to get fixed if that person just wants to play basketball and have you leave them alone, then that can't happen if you continue to embarrass that organization. The organization we're talking about now are the Memphis Grizzlies and the NBA. If they can't get through to John Moran, I don't know if they're trying, but if they can't and his friends, family, parents, everyone else can as well because he doesn't want to change, I don't think it's on the NBA to have to force him into rehab or do anything like that. They just get rid of him. And that sounds cold and heartless, but, hey, this is America. This is business. This is cold, hard money. If you negatively affect my brand and you're hurting me and you're, we've we've warned you once, we've suspended you, and now we're suspending you again and it doesn't get any better, you wash your hands of it. I don't know that that's how that's on the NBA at well, that point to fix him.
0: Well, then you're saying then just ban him and don't let him back in the league. Because if you're not going to do anything to – Help the situation. Why allow him back in the league if you're suspending him for something he did? But he did nothing to prove that he's he's trying to do more than what he's already done, which is nothing. I mean, two months after he told the commissioner he was he was going to you know do things the right way, we it happens again. So I, I think yeah, it's, I mean, it, even if the league's doing it for optics, they they owe it to that that whole sentiment to do more than just the drive through. Therapy or whatever, right? Well, he thru through the, counseling. Let
2: me, let me though. I, I want to clear up responsibility here. He owes that to himself, sure, to get better and to continue to make the money he can make. If we're talking about capitalism, mm-hmm. but also to live the life that he should live with the money he's making and the influence he has. He's got to decide to go and get better. I thought the whole thing was a sham initially with yeah. the drive-through therapy. Yeah, it was the interview with Jalen Rose. That was total softballs mm-hmm. set up in advance, pre-prepared publicist statements from John Morant. He wasn't better. He didn't care. He didn't think he did anything wrong with the gun in the strip club. I, I didn't get the sense he did. He, I thought he was saying everything that a lawyer or publicist or agent would tell him to say. But if he's unwilling to change, I don't believe it's on the league to change him at that point. Yeah. They just suspend him for as long as possible, and if he doesn't meet the criteria to come back, he's not back in the league. But and the, he's a 30 for 30 in five years. But
0: the criteria that was set forth to begin with allowed this to be where we are. Right. Like it it was, you're right. It was a sham. So it's got to be more than that, even if it's not on the league to rehabilitate this guy's mindset on what he's doing or what he's not doing and why he's got to go on social media and and do certain things. And and why he's got to go threaten. why he's got to be sent to, his guys are sent down to, you know, threaten whatever's happening at the footlocker.
2: Yeah. Look, I would say what I'm sure the Grizzlies are trying to give him good advice, people around that team and people in the front office. And everyone's doing that. I mean, at some point, you just got to tell the guy, like, look, we're paying you a max contract. That's what we paid you. That's how much we believed in you at the time. We're telling you what you need to do. If you don't want to hear it, there's nothing I can do for you at that point. You're a lost cause. And I hate to think of people as lost causes. I don't think he is at all. But if he doesn't want to try to change, even if it's not just for him, if it's, hey, I want to stay clean and not get in trouble because I love the game of basketball. And I want to keep making money. Playing basketball, fine, whatever. Whatever it takes for you to change, whatever the impetus is, whatever the motivation is, find it, use it, get better. But that's not the league's responsibility.
0: Well, but the league is about – it's no different than any league. You know, the NFL is about the shield. The NBA is about the the brand. Um, It's not just about John Morant. John Morant's going somewhere with a gun. You know, uh, according to accusations reports, he's flashing a gun to a teenager at a pickup basketball game when he comes back out of the house after trying to fight him. So with that in mind, he also represents the NBA. Whether or not the NBA has any responsibility whatsoever, without trying to facilitate help for him more than what they've done, that will be a question if if it has to do with someone else being involved or, God forbid, killed based on some stupid action that not facilitate, I'm not saying facilitate, but stood back and acted like some drive-through counseling was going to be miraculous and we'll get through the season before you know before we address it any further. That's, you just can't wash your hands of that if you actually mean what you're saying about we need to send a message. It's not just for John ja Morant. It's about the entire league. It, John ja Morant's not the only one carrying a gun around. He's the only one bragging and boasting about it on social media every chance they go live on Instagram Live. I think that's the point. He had guys in the NFL. Sauce Gardner was saying, hey, man, don't know what you're doing, but whenever I've got a gun, I'm not, not, you know, flaunting it. I'm not bragging about it. Then he deletes that tweet. So I I don't think it's just Ja. That's why I think the NBA has to do something.
2: Well, it's... Yeah, they gotta, they got to hammer them. I mean, I, look, they got to suspend them and show that they're tough on this type of stuff. And we got Ace in the YouTube chat saying, does John ja have a valid conceal permit? I, I don't know, but keep in mind there were incidents before this, before flashing right. a gun at the strip club where not one incident. he's threatened gun violence. He threatened gun violence after punching a high school kid at his house in a game, allegedly. Um, he's threatened violence to a Foot Locker employee. They, the league had to investigate John ja Morant and his crew – pointing a laser pointer at the indiana pacers team bus so this is not a one-off type thing well well he's a legal legal gun carrying gun owning citizen you know he can take film with it on instagram no it's not that at all with john moran look if i'm the league i suspend him for a season half a season at least put in a lot of criteria about rehab counseling whatever he's got a cross all these hurdles
0: stay off social <laughs> stay
2: off social media yeah don't do anything stupid you keep your nose clean for half a year or a year you're back yeah you're back collecting that contract you're back with the grizzlies all those things but if not i mean i think it's now a. it's got to be a zero tolerance policy one more huge screw-up like this and this guy's banned from playing basketball in the nba he'll be over in where is dwight howard playing now china is he in china taiwan i think taiwan he'll be in taiwan with yeah. uh with dwight howard
0: Chad, coming back, I'm, I'm reading through Twitter uh, quotes and, and summaries of what Jay Monahan's telling the media. Wait until you hear how long this negotiation has been going on between Monahan, the PGA Tour, and the LIV Tour. That's next on Hot Mike. We have been unpacking a lot from today's news that the PGA tour has merged with live yes if you're just joining us that happened the presser is ongoing quotes from the presser uh, with Jay Monahan with uh, the media chattery I uh, just react in real time here. okay uh, these are Jay Monahan quotes well yes from the presser yeah or, or a summary Monahan, or a right? summary okay. of what he's saying from Kyle Porter I'm reading through. Monahan on whether live golf exists a year from now. I don't want to make any statements or predictions. What is in place is to make a good-faith effort to look at team golf and the role it will play going forward. So he's not committing to that in totality, okay? Uh, well, again, let me go
2: ahead and answer that for him. It's not going to exist. They will merge into the PGA Tour, and there will be team golf elements yeah. at different tournaments.
0: Monaghan mentions, quote, taking a competitor off the board, end quote, as a reason for the merger. Okay. Uh,
2: They could argue the same, but all right.
0: Yeah, uh, no doubt. Jay Monahan said these negotiations took about seven weeks. It was him and two other PGA Tour board members in the room, zero players, and the deal was finalized last night. Seven weeks. Number one, they were able to keep it quiet for seven weeks. Number two, seven weeks of negotiations without any player acknowledgement, input, Filling guys in that had been loyal to you. Nothing. There, seven weeks ago, would have a put lot it to unpack with that. A
2: week and a half after the Masters, if you're going by a strict seven-week schedule, looking at the calendar, and it was right. We talked about this right around the Masters.
0: Scott Stallings came on and talked to us about it. The about whole
2: the, vibe, cool.
0: He said, "There's no, there's really no discussion. No animosity. No problems. The last Rory time wasn't saying much. The last time it was really, it, it, I felt like they were trying to make it something." was the Masters Champions Dinner. That's the last time it really – we had headlines that, oh, nothing really happened there. No one talked about Liv. Since then, there's been nothing about Liv. You're right. And Uh, that times out with this. And
2: that's why I kind of refuse to believe that Rory and others, big-name people, didn't know something. Didn't know that at least talks were happening because they stopped talking about
0: it. But think about Rory. Rory, though, stopped talking about it because he wasn't playing great. He wasn't making cuts. And they – again, like – he was dangled out there as the face of everything that they were about, and I mean, he took the shrapnel through this. It, it, I don't. It, it's such a bad look. Quickly, hug before of
2: them. you get back to that. Greg Norman has spoken. Okay, just now he tweeted. His tweet reads: "A great day in global golf for players and fans alike. The journey continues." Two exclamation points.
0: But Greg Norman may be the biggest pawn in this, because Greg Norman he finally found quote unquote partners, right? to make his dream, to fund what he wanted to do. And then his partners kicked him to the curb, and he did all the heavy lifting. You know, he took, like Mickelson, he was the face of this movement to the the saudi back live tour. And, you know, I mean, he was compensated well. Yeah. But he has nothing to do with this now.
2: No, he's a very rich pawn, and he's fine being that.
0: Yeah. But I think everyone is to some degree. There's a lot of pawns that are currently on the PGA Tour. Um, Monaghan said negotiations took seven weeks. No players. "Quote: I recognize everything I've said in the past is my past position. I recognize the people are going to call me a hypocrite anytime I say anything. I said it with the information I had in the moment. Jay, I don't know how you have any other information now that you reacted to then when you're pointing to all of the different factors as to why you needed to be loyal and faithful to the PGA Tour." instead of backing the live Saudi-funded tour.
2: Can you imagine if he just broke out a bunch of files and said, actually, the crown prince presented me with some information on 9-11 that I'd like to present to you now that's a little contrary to what most Americans believe and starts going through it. Let's turn to page 48 first to begin. Crazy, there's no man. info that he would have gotten in the last seven weeks that would, oh, oh, you guys are good. Oh, you are in for the good of the game of golf. Yeah, let's do business. Let's merge.
0: Come there- on. Now, Rich Lerner is reporting that the talks have already started and are underway about a path for players who are on live tour to get back to the PGA Tour. There will be financial concessions if those players want to do that. But now you get the best of both. I mean, they're already acknowledging that you exist. They tried not to. Yeah. And then – the major championships acknowledged him, and they were really the bridge between all those. It's
2: going to be very easy now, especially after this live season concludes, this 2023 season, for all those guys to get back and participate in tournaments hey, they want to play in. You know
0: what, though? You, you mentioned this earlier uh, and posed a question about how it changes. I don't think how we take in the PGA Tour changes whatsoever. The young players that they've established, the faces of the sport – that's all going to be there. And if you're a casual fan, you're watching the majors. U.S. Open's coming up. Um, you're still watching because of the individual star power, right? Yeah. Not who, what logo's on which shirt and the money that's backing the logo that the player's wearing. So at, I think at the end of it, it's still going to be the same product. It's going to be. You're it's, just not going to have the jokes from Jim Nance talking about whether or not anyone saw Brooks Koepka play the previous week.
2: Yeah, Jim Nance is another one that's going to have to do an about-face. A lot of people, man. With a lot of his joking. But they have
0: to do about-face. About uh, but they also, when they were saying all this, they did it with the sentiment that everyone was going and pulling the same direction, except for the very top of the PGA with Monahan. Well, and maybe someone out there is, like you mentioned, a true believer and will back out. We'll see. Maybe Jim Nance is that's like, the next I'm not, story I'm not ever
2: going to do golf again. Or someone else says, well, you know, I'm not going to support this.
0: Yeah, I mean, th- that's the next storyline, though, is is what do the players who have backed this from day one on behalf of the PGA Tour say now when they speak?
2: It's going to be amazing when Roy McIlroy joins the China-backed league that's about to form. <laughs> and then someone's going to have to educate him on all of uh, the human rights violations in that country.
0: They're at the Canadian and Open. That's and that's going to start a whole leaving.
2: other deal. And then, then we're going to learn Back that Nikes tomorrow, are made in China. Easter. It's going to be a huge revelation.